Anchor is by far the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. How cool is that? And then you can use it right from your phone, your iPad, your tablet. Download the app, record your podcast, and that's it. And there are so many creative tools that you can use to make your podcast amazing. You can import music. You can edit and re-record as often as you like to your perfection. You don't have to worry about your podcast being distributed because they take care of that for you. They make sure your podcast is visible on Spotify, Apple, Google, and the list goes on. And then you can easily, easily make money with no minimum listenership. If I were you, I would advise you to use Anchor. Good afternoon, everybody. Wanted to come on really quick and talk about don't play with it. Our key scripture being John 9, verses 1 through 4. Um, when we look up the definition of to play, it's defined as the absence of serious intent. Want to pose the question. How serious are you about this? When it comes to our jobs, you know, we, we're serious. We laugh, we joke, but at the same time, we follow whatever instructions that our boss or supervisor gives us. And most, for, most, for the most part, we get it done, whatever they're telling us to do, within a timely manner. For one, we don't want to get fired or rolled up. But when it comes to things from a spiritual perspective, are we just as serious? We, we can get up on time for work, be there 10, 15 minutes early. But we come late for church on Sunday morning Sometimes don't we don't even show up for Bible study on Tuesday or Wednesday nights. And, you know, the justification is that we're tired. It was a long day. Well, we were tired and it was a long day the day before, but we got up the next morning and went to work. Um... I digress. Looking at the key passage of scripture, Jesus is merely passing by. And as he's passing by, he sees a blind man. Now, immediately the disciples begin to conclude that someone had said or done something wrong in order for this man to be in the current predicament that he was in. Now, before Jesus came on the scene, we have to take into account that we were still living under the Mosaic law or as others may realize it as or identify it as being the law of the Moses being the law of Moses not the law of the Moses excuse me the first five books of the Bible and Paul said in Romans 3 and 23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God Now, if you go back and look, 
at these first five books of the Bible. There are more than just the Ten Commandments that we often reference with Moses. There are approximately 613 laws under the Mosaic Law that we were required to follow and abide by. And to be honest, it was nearly impossible for one man to keep these laws because it was so many. So when Jesus came on the scene in Matthew 5 and 17, he said that he came to fulfill the law. He, he did not come to abolish the law or be done away with it. Now, there are two ways I want to point out that Jesus fulfilled the law. First, he fulfilled it by fulfilling the prophecies that were t- foretold by the prophets in the Old Testament of his coming. And his crucifixion, of course. The second way that he fulfilled the law was by filling it with his teachings. And the healings and the miracles that people saw him do. And just by living an example of a righteous and godly lifestyle. We as believers or followers of Christ... Romans 13 verses 8 through 10 lets us know that by having or showing love to one another, we too can fulfill the law. Jesus started out at an early age of 12. He was on a mission when he came into the earth. He, he, he was on a mission. He knew his purpose and he set out to fulfill his purpose. He was found in the temple. And it talks about it over in Luke chapter 2 verses 49. And he responds to when they found him in the temple. And they were saying how worried they are. And asking why he was in the temple. He responded, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? So in in this particular passage. He's starting out early and he he takes it seriously. It it did not matter to him that his earthly mother, Mary, and his earthly father, Joseph, were concerned and, you know, just in a panic looking for him his mindset was on getting to the temple and Jesus along with others before him paved the way Luke 14 verses 23 and 24 reads then the master said to the servant go out into the hedges and highways and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Verse 24 reads, For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. Two things with this verse. The first thing being John 14 verses 2 and 3 lets us know that God has more than enough room for us. And he, he went away to prepare a place for us so that Upon his return, we may go with him. The second thing, God's not going to force us to come unto him. 
Revelations 23 and 20 says that, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. There's no forced entry. It's time for us to once again take God, take church, take salvation seriously. Matthew 20 and 4 tells us that if we go and work in the vineyard, he'll reward us. Isaiah 40 and 10 lets us know that God is coming back in a mighty way. And with him is his reward. And the reward is to reign with him. 